0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. Our title of today's message is Living by Faith. This title comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7, but I want to start reading from verse 1 because it gives us a wonderfully helpful context. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 1 to 10. I'll be reading from the New International Version. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body with a good bad. I think verse 2 expresses a lot of our hearts right now. Meanwhile, we groan. I've heard a lot of groaning over the past while. And I've done a fair bit myself. Life on earth has been particularly challenging. In this letter, Paul says our human bodies are like tents. This gives us a, a really helpful perspective for life on earth. A tent is a temporary dwelling. A person would typically live in a tent if they were traveling, if they were away from home. If the journey was long or difficult, travelers would long for home, to live in a proper house again. Now, our bodies are like tents, they are temporary homes. That we live in while we are on Earth. Yet these bodies are a key part of our identity. People know us by our bodies. They know us by how we look. They say, Nice to see you. They know us by how we sound if we phone them. Great to hear your voice. So we can think of ourselves and of others as our bodies. But we are so much more than our bodies. We are eternal souls, eternal souls who live in these tents while we are on earth. One day we will leave our tent and move into our eternal house in heaven. Our souls will stop camping in our tent and move into our house. From the viewpoint of earth, looking at our body, we will die. From the viewpoint of heaven, looking at our soul, we will come home. We will move out from our temporary shelter and move in to our eternal home. Now, this pandemic has taken down too many tents. As tent dwellers, this can be incredibly painful because we connect with our loved ones through our tents and suddenly, this connection is gone. To us on earth, they're gone. But we can take comfort in the assurance that although they have left earth, they are not gone forever. They have moved into their eternal house in heaven. One day we will also move, and then we will enjoy a blessed reunion. In his first letter to the Thessalonian Church, Paul wrote about this reunion and concluded with these wonderful words 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 17 and 18 and so we will be with the lord forever therefore encourage one another with these words i found this to be a, a really helpful perspective for funerals and memorial services but it's also really helpful for life on earth right now. The perspective of the temporary tent and the eternal house is helpful for every day of our life on earth. As Paul describes this perspective, he identifies a negative aspect and a positive aspect of this perspective of the temporary tent and the eternal house negatively he says we groan back to our text second corinthians chapter 5 verses 2 to 4 meanwhile we groan longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling because when we are clothed we will not be found naked for while we are in this tent we groan and are burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed but to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. When we understand that we have a perfect heavenly dwelling to look forward to, life in this tent is always going to be second prize. As good as it can be, this life can never match the surpassing glory of the next. Our real home, our real clothes are in heaven. So it's natural to feel homeless and naked down here. The mortality of our bodies with its aging, sickness and death is a heavy burden for a soul that is designed for immortality. So we groan, we long for the day when what is mortal is swallowed up by life. Friends, we weren't designed for death. I believe that's why it hurts so much. Genesis chapters 1 and 2 show us God's original design of life without death. And Revelation chapter 21 shows us how God will restore this order. But for now, we're living in this in-between time. We're made for a house, but we're living in a tent. A tent that shakes in the wind and leaks in the rain and eventually wears out. So we groan because our souls long for home. But positively, Paul says that with this perspective, we are always confident in spite of our tent life. Back to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 5 and 7. Now, the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. There's this negative voice in us saying, Something's wrong with this life. I was made for a better life than this. But the positive voice says, God has made me for an even better life than this one. He's given me a guarantee that it is coming. God has fashioned us for eternity with Him. Through Jesus, He's made a way for us to enter into that eternal life. And He's given us the Holy Spirit as a deposit, as a guarantee, so that we can live with profound confidence. Now, Jesus gave the Apostle John a vision of our eternal future. Let's take a little look. Revelation chapter 21, verses 3 to 5. I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look! everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Our eternal perspective allows us to live with confidence, even when everything seems to be going wrong. This confidence says, yes, life on earth is far from perfect, but perfection is coming. Yes, this tent is worn and leaky but I have an eternal house waiting for me. And yes, this situation is a tough one, but it won't last forever. In the same letter, Paul expresses this perspective like this: 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 17. Our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Folks, this is a very real confidence. It faces the present problems head on. It doesn't deny our pain or our questions, but it does not deny God's eternal promise either. This confidence faces both the present problems and the future glory, together. And when it sees both, it realizes that the future glory far outweighs the present pain. And this confidence recognizes the presence of God in both present and future. The Holy Spirit is at work in us and through us and all around us. We can't see God now like we will see Him then, but He is still powerfully and wonderfully present. So this is living by faith, that we understand that we are eternal souls, living on earth in mortal bodies, until we move into our eternal home in heaven. We recognize the trials and tribulations of our tent life, But we know that our eternal joys will far outweigh those temporary pains. And we are encouraged by the Holy Spirit, who assures us of our glorious future. Now, if Paul had stopped writing there, you and I could have concluded that life on earth is just something to be survived until Jesus takes you to heaven. Thank the Lord Paul continued writing because this perspective makes our life on earth profoundly significant second Corinthians chapter five verses nine and ten so we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in our body or away from it, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad? Friends, this perspective says that God hasn't given us two separate lives. He's given us one life. One life that starts in a mortal body and continues in an eternal one. So what happens in this earthly body matters to Jesus. Because it matters to Jesus, because He will reward us for whatever we did, we make it our goal to please Jesus while we live in this earthly body. So living by faith means that we seek to please Jesus all of our days, on earth and in heaven. And in a very real sense, my life on earth is an investment In my eternal future. So is yours. When we understand this, the words of Jesus make total sense. Listen to Matthew chapter six, verses nineteen and twenty. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy. And where thieves do not break in and steal. At Matthew chapter 16, verse 27. For the Son of Man is going to come in His Father's glory with His angels. And then He will reward each person according to what they have done. So, living by faith says, My life on earth matters to Jesus. He will reward me in heaven for my good work on earth. My earthly treasures may decay or get stolen, and in the end I will leave all of them behind. But my heavenly treasure will last forever. So, living by faith looks forward to eternity and invests in eternity. We don't live for immediate but temporary rewards. We live for future, eternal rewards. Let me summarize in closing. Life on earth can be extremely difficult and extremely painful at times. Our mortal bodies are all subject to decay and death. Our immortal souls struggle with the mortality of our bodies. We were made for much more than our earthly experience. So we need to look beyond the mortal to the immortal past that which is temporary to that which is eternal. We need to live by faith, not by sight. When we live by faith, we don't ignore our earthly problems. We face them head on. But we face them in the perspective of our eternal life. Our earthly trials are temporary and the glory waiting for us is eternal and far outweighs our greatest trials. And when we live by faith, we live to please Jesus. Because He promises us eternal rewards in heaven for what we do for Him on earth. Our earthly treasures and pleasures are temporary. Our earthly rewards will last I hope that these perspectives will help you to navigate the trials of life on earth. These trials are absolutely real, but they will not last forever. And I hope that these perspectives will help you to make wise decisions while living on earth. Investing in what will last forever. Forever. May it be so. Amen.